This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, YouTube, or even Instagram Live. Guys, I hope you're having an incredible day, and I've got a wicked show in store for you today. What do I have in store for you today? I'll tell you what I have in store for you today. The first UAE footballer to play in Europe... Something about that doesn't rub me right. Reason being, because I know we have a lot of talented athletes here. I've obviously had the pleasure of bringing a lot of them on the show. And I'm going to be doing, you know, uh, a look into why. Why don't we have more talented uh, Emirati footballers playing in Europe with all the talent that we have? So that's one thing I'm, I'm, I'm going into. And then the second part is the Champions League is back. So let's dive into the Champions League because it's crunch time. Premier League's over. The leagues are over. And now we're going into Europe. It's going to be interesting to see how the teams pick up where they left off. Omnia Saleh from Future Talk, uh, half of the uh, superb team with Hannibal Fies, are going to is going to be on the show today, talking to me about the technology, robots, cheerleading, and whether it has a place in sport regarding replacing the fans with virtual technology. So that's going to be on there. And of course, I'm going to be taking all your questions and answers at the end of the show on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world. Shout out to everyone who is keeping me company on the Instagram live. We got Saad, we got Bex, we got Tarek, we got Murad. Who else do we have? Mario and Hali. And of course, my whole team, the Pulse95 team, are tuned in, listening and supporting the waves on Pulse95 Halftime Show. Okay, guys, here I've got something for you now. I was digging this up earlier. And um, we've got a lot of talent out here in the UAE. Albeit, you know, sometimes, you know, opportunity, preparation, you name it, it all comes into consideration. Let's take the psychology into the... the the step to, to, to go outside of your comfort zone and to actually perform at the highest level, being a sport, whether it's at work, whether it's at your company, whatever it is you want to you wanna look at it in that context, taking that step is never easy. Now, when you have so much talent, why aren't we taking that step here? And why do we only have one Emirati footballer playing in Europe? That don't make sense to me. That really don't make sense to me. And and I think about it, and I'm like, that that don't sound right. Why? Why? With all the talent that we have here, and a lot of the times, you know, I always speak to, I bring on a lot of athletes on the show, obviously, 
that that big step to take outside is huge because you get to learn so many different things you know um from experiences from mixing with people character building you name it there's so many things that come into into fruition now the person i'm talking about is abdurrahim ahli now for those are wondering why does it take this long to get a player out there i was looking through his his career Firstly, he's only 25, which is great because obviously the younger they go out there, the more they learn. Sometimes people like to be nurtured in a different, in a different way. So I'm kind of looking at that and thinking, how come a 25-year-old is playing in Latvia? Albeit, he is playing for um, the FK Spartacus Jermal team, which is two times champion. Of course, you'd know that. I didn't. <laughs> he's 25 years. He's a fullback. He's a defender. He used to play for Al Ahli and Al Wahda. And then Deba and Furjan on loan. Now, why I'm so impressed with this is because it takes quite a big personality to step out of your comfort zone and go and play in Europe. You never know what opportunities could land. How many times have we seen personalities try to make it in their own country, not quite make it, and then go out to Europe or South America or, or, or North America and, and actually do well. And I was really, really happy to kind of see this individual doing so well. Now, when I looked at his stats, uh, he he's a right back, so he's a full back. It's 175 meters. Normally, you think about the size difference when it comes down to um, all, the, all the, the players in the Middle East, and he's gone out there and he's... He's performing, and I like that. It shows me a lot of personality, the fact that he hasn't maybe, seeing that he was on loan, Dibal uh, uh, for, uh, for Jaira, because he was on loan there from al Wahda, it probably didn't work out for him, and now he's playing in Europe, and the first one to play in Europe. So I would love to ask him all sorts of questions on what's going through his mind psychologically when he is taking that step, and, and almost like now he's being interviewed to ask about the experience where maybe that might open the door for a lot of other talented Emirati uh, footballers. I know in Sharjah we've got a lot of great young footballers here who could go out to Europe. Now, before you jump on me, guys, and tell me, no, keep them here, think of how the national team would benefit from the development of playing against a completely different style, completely different characters, personalities, an environment, weather conditions, you know, uh, a way of life. It's, it's very, very interesting. I myself was in the UK for 24 years before moving out here. And even when I did come out here, I learned a lot about myself being out here. So now I'll try and put, put that into an Emirati footballer who has now gone outside and he's, he's playing in Latvia. Now, some people might say, oh, OK, but it's Latvia. Regardless of wherever, you know, wherever it might be, I, I will say... It's a big, big step, and well done, Abdurrahim Ahli, for taking that step. And I, I would like to actually get him on the show and kind of pick his brain on, on, uh, on his experience being out there for a year and how it's been, especially now with the pandemic and everything. That's, that's really interesting. Okay, coming up next, Champions League football is back. Yes, Champions League football is back since everyone has resumed from the pandemic. The leagues have been over now, and we are looking at how they're going to resume this weekend. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram live. We got Spicy. Who, spicy, you were late today. You got Adel, Almas, uh, Pan C. Kamal. You got Rawan. Yes, yes, Rawan. 
on Terry, my gym buddy, and also Aza, what's that? Aya, Aya, Ziad, and Chef Rob. Right, and Marvish, of course, you just made it right on time. Guys, stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Peace. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Wow, we are back on the Halftime Show on Pulse 95 and everyone who's keeping me company, Leila, Spicy, Rawan... Man, Adil all the way from New York. You got Almas, of course, and you've got Fahad. Man, I'm trying to keep track with you guys. Summer for playing the most amazing tunes all the time, and all the way from Portugal. Be scout, thank you very much, and Fatum, of course. Now, guys, here's what I'm talking about. The Champions League is back. The league is kind of deteriorated in in somewhat. But congratulations, Liverpool, for doing that. Someone said to me another day, "You don't like Liverpool," and I said, "No, I never said I don't like Liverpool. It just took ages, and I wanted them just to win it." So we can focus on the next year. Now we've got the Champions League coming back. And you know what? It's been such a long time. I had to kind of dig out what happened in the results before lockdown. And, uh, and that kind of made me think, right, are we really that far behind? Are we, do we not know what's going on here? Because Europa League and Champions League are, what's it, today, tomorrow and after tomorrow? They're resuming, and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Who are your favourites? Who's going to progress? You know, four, two, one, five at the Salat or do, or even just tell me on Instagram live at Omar Duri who is going to win this Champions League? Because right now, we've got to resume, bearing in mind how those teams have done in their individual respective leagues. So, for me, it's. Uh Let's let you know what. Let's do it together. Here we go. So we got City versus Madrid. For those that don't know, the first leg was actually two-one to City, and uh, and Man City have been in in interesting form since they got back. The preparation was incredible. Guardiola lost his assistant manager, obviously in, in Arteta, before uh, hiring a new one, someone he looks up to, and now has got that balance. Signed a new player yesterday, who won't be able to play, by the way. But still, Real Madrid have won the league. Ramos is obviously going to be a factor. There's many things happening there. What's up, Bernadette? What's up, Kasim? How you guys doing? Um, whoever wins between City and Madrid plays the winner between Juve and Lyon. And by the way, Juve are 1-0 down against Lyon, who will be able to, to pick that result up after winning the league themselves and Diabala getting player of the year. What did you guys make of that? Diabala winning player of the year. I, I like him. I always like him. But, you know, whenever you have Cristiano Ronaldo in the same league, that's always, that's always something that you have to be careful about. And I was speaking to Almas about this yesterday in terms of how hard athletes work nowadays to be able to stay at the top. Cristiano Ronaldo is 35 years old. Love him or hate him, it's definitely someone that gets the respect of his dressing room. So anyway, Juve play Lyon. They're 1-0 down. The winner between that plays the winner between City and Madrid. City are winning 2-1. Who's going to get to the next round between City and Madrid? I'm going to leave that up to you. And then once I've looked at that, I'm going to say the winner between that plays the winner between Leon and Juve. Are we, are we taking it easy on Leon? Are we, are we not taking them seriously? Because to beat Juventus is never easy, and they have to do it again or at least keep that result safe. So that's going to be that. Now, Leipzig versus Atletico. 
<laughs> you know, you know how I feel with with, with Atletico, and, and and no offense to Atletico, cricket silence. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like that because it just takes forever. I, I just I watch that game, and I and I can always learn something from a game. I can always watch something and think, you know, there's something out of this, but. I can understand why Diego Simeone's side is looked at as the 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 masters of the dark arts uh, because it's it's really dark the way they play. It's quite it's quite combative. They're very very you know um, they're very very on it. You know when it comes to the organization and and you look at the team and they're all hard working, very very difficult to beat. So they're going to be facing Leipzig. Now, Leipzig, with, without Timo Werner, will be something. Uh, Oppermann-Karnel will be able to get tested, which will be very, very nice to see. And who's going to win that? So you've got that. You've also got, yes, Barca fans, you can come out now. Um, Barca versus Napoli, 1-1. This is a classic... A classic game of attack versus defense. Barca's attack obviously is is fantastic, very very good. And then you look at, you know, Napoli, who are an attacking side under Gattuso. Yeah, that would be interesting. However, they do have the defenders, and if they do play the right game strategically, they might be able to get something from that. But they will have to score, and something tells me they might just score out there, you know, at Camp Nou. So that would be interesting. The winner between Barca and Napoli at 1-1 faces the winner between. Bayern and Chelsea, who Bayern already do have a 3-0 lead. Chelsea have just lost their FA Cup final. So that's going to be interesting. And saying that, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. Does Lampard go out for the win? Does he try to keep it a respectable result? This will tell a lot about a manager or a coach's character, especially when the season's over. They got nothing to lose. Go out there, play your game, see how it is. You never know in football. We said the same thing about Barcelona and Liverpool. Look what happened there. If they do take that risk, you might just see something come out of that, which to be fair, you know, you never know until you actually put yourself in that situation. And finally, Atalanta versus PSG without Mbappe. That will be interesting to see how far that goes. So there's a lot going on there in terms of the Champions League. Now, the reason why I asked you guys earlier, why, if we have all this talent here in the UAE, why don't we have UAE footballers playing in Europe? What is it? Is it is it taking that step? Is it that they would rather be looked after here? You know, maybe going out to Europe will help develop the national team, which will then help them, you know, compete at higher levels in global stages, you know, competitions, etc. I'm thinking of that as well. So, 4215, it does a lot. Who's going to win the Champions League? That I want to know. And Future Talk fans, the lady of Future Talk, Omnia Saleh, she's going to be on next. And she's going to be talking to me about robots as future cheerleaders. And is technology replacing the fan experience? Because sports has changed properly for a long time. And, you know, virtual fans, you know, uh, virtual sounds, all this kind of stuff. I don't know. But I'm going to be picking her brain. So stay tuned for more on The Only Place to Be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! 
It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. You know what? I've had a lot of guests on this show. <laughs> and uh, you hear her laughing in the background. And this is someone that's quite dear to me here at Pulse 95. A lady that always keeps me, you know, smiling. She gives me cookies sometimes. <laughs> healthy cookies. Spicy. I know you're listening. Healthy cookies. And always keeps the spirits up. Uh, Omnia Saleh from Future Talk is on the show. Omnia Saleh, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, Allah. What, a, what an interesting mix. I've never been on the show with you. Right? We've always had you on Future Talk. That's true. That's true. You always uh, you always give me those teasers and we tell people what's coming on and what's happening and and it's good. And we've done shows together on Eid. Yes. Okay. And uh, and, I, and you sent me something the other day and I had to pick your brain on this. Okay. <laughs> because since uh, the pandemic has happened, you know, fans obviously are not allowed in the stadium. We have to remind ourselves to social distance and respect the regulations and restrictions that we're having at the moment. But you sent me this article the other day. Yeah. Tell me about this article. Mm. Okay, so let's let's think about it this way. Mm-hmm. We're constantly worried about robots taking over our job or jobs in general, but we never really think about them replacing us in some of our favorite games. And I'm talking all about sports games here mm-hmm. because, you know, we talk about fans being highly connected with the players of any game but right. what if those fans can't attend those games what if they want to be a part of the game but they necessarily can't because of COVID-19 and all of the restrictions that have been placed and even though now stadiums are reopening fans have been slowly trying to get back to watching games some of them are just not comfortable mm-hmm. so what if we can have robots attend those games for us mm-hmm. yet still allow us to be there through tele-existence. Okay, okay, all right. Now I'm going to pick your brain on that. So, okay, mm. for me, you know, obviously living on this side of the world, mm-hmm. I miss going to the stadiums. I miss, uh, I mean, we have them here. We have incredible stadiums here. But for my team specifically, you know, where mm. I'm passionate about. My mom goes to every home game when I'm not there. Bless her heart. Oh. To my <laughs> mama, Abdul, is probably listening right now. Uh, what, what I would say is, mm. how can that experience ever come back with the power and the strength behind technology in sport hmm. you know so when we when we're talking about technology we need to understand that we can't be living in the past okay <laughs> you can't want what you once had but okay. you have to think of a way to have it evolve which right. is basically what we've seen in every part of life every uh-huh. aspect of life has been changing but when it comes to sports games if you talk about you know sports games back in the day are they the same as the ones that we're living in today no you see players and that's thanks to technology and you see players okay. now constantly on social media because Mm -hmm. their fans want to be a part of their lives. Right. You know, and they want to have that special connection. And that's the same or that's what's happening with games nowadays because the experience that a fan gets whenever they go to watch a game will also change. Mm -hmm. So what basically um, that article I sent you. Yes. What it talked about Mm -hmm. is there was a Japanese baseball game Mm -hmm. and the season was delayed for about three months. And when it did actually happen, and I'm not sure about games and how they happen but when it did actually happen robots were attending the stadium they were attending the game and they were actually doing the same dance that fans would do for those players okay okay and the fans were there through iPads that were strapped on those robots okay so the so the iPads had the fans on them yes which were attached to the robots yes and and was this and like fan, and all around were, the stadium yeah and fans were paying for that experience 
Wow. Okay. So they were paying to be on a robot. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Are they we were there live, and they got to control the robot's movements as well. So the fans control the robot's movements. Yeah. Some of them, not all of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, okay. All right. Mm. With everything that's happening now, mm. um, the whole virtual fan experience, mm -hmm. and is that something that's becoming normal in your opinion? Uh, okay, I see it this way. Mm -hmm. People before trusted those creatures, may, may we say robots, yeah. but we never really knew how helpful they can be. Right. Because especially during this pandemic, we found out they were the only creatures that were actually immune to the virus. If you think about it, we mm -hmm. were all looking and craving that immunity, but none of us actually had it. No vaccine is right. out, no cure is there. But we had those creatures that can be adaptable to, to fit a million roles. Now, these robots that were actually at the stadium, they were not created to be fans you know mm -hmm. before they used to be in hospitality industries we used to see them greeting guests at hotels we used to see them at events but now they were actually adapted to fit a different role mm -hmm. now i agree with you it's not the same as being at a stadium but i do believe that at times where this is not an option these robots have definitely been able to give fans something that they were craving they were missing but just couldn't have at the moment and mm -hmm. i feel like even post covid 19 we may still see that as a trend because if you think about it a lot of the things that we once upon a time never saw happening like especially when it comes to players and mm -hmm. football players many of them weren't really on social media that wasn't a thing and you yourself as a coach would also agree to that you Absolutely. know social media was not a big part of your life mm -hmm. and it might have been something that you saw distant like it's not something I see myself doing Absolutely. and now you know things have changed because trends have changed and people and the fans themselves are asking for more things out of a player they want and they are craving that connection so in times of this maybe technology could provide that connection right mm. half timers this is where i need your help would you you're so would, on the fence would you, uh, you, i'm not even on the fence i'm on the other side <laughs> half timers would you strap yourself to a robot virtually to get more of an experience 4215 it's a salat or do or slide into the dms at omar during post 95 radio and also please please make sure you tune in to future talk weekdays to to three just before the halftime show she, this lovely lady right shame here and of course promo. yeah shameless promo and Hani Balkis always look after me so I wanted to give him a special special shout out guys love and thank you Omnia for blessing the halftime show I'm honored amazing. it's an honor amazing the honor is mine stay tuned for more coming up next I've got a lot of comments coming in here on the Instagram live so guys I'm going to give you that love and attention as soon as we get back right after this peace this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. On Oh, he loves the pilot. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. Wow, how good was that segment with Omnia Saleh talking about robots and the fan experience and, and replacing them? She did say I was sitting on the fence, but you know what? She made a really, really good point. She's, when I said, yeah, but robots make mistakes, she said, so do humans. And I thought, oh, she got me. And I was really, really, I was really on it to kind of say, no, I, nothing will replace it. Because we do miss having fans in the stadium. We do miss, you know, that kind of interaction. There's so many things. I asked a question and I 
had everyone on Instagram flying with amazing comments. Who's going to win the Champions League? What is your thought on the uh, the segment I did with with Omnia regarding robots and regarding being fans and at least at least bridging the gap for now. She did say for now. So I, I kind of really, really like that. So the idea of virtual uh, technology taking over the fan experience in sport, I like that. I also had on the show... Um, you know, on the beginning of the show, the first uh, Emirati to play in Europe. Why? Why? Or the only one at the moment playing in Europe. Why is that? Where are all these talented people we have in the UAE and why aren't they taking that step to step out of the comfort zone to do that? So, Almas uh, did, did... I love that. Almas is a 12-year-old superstar footballer who, uh, who I know is on the reset program. And she said, people have to step out of their comfort bubble. You know, I wish I was that wise <laughs> when I was 12 years old. I definitely didn't have that personality to be able to say it. And speaking about talent, Yao Yaboa, one of the best African footballers I have ever worked with, and that says a lot seeing I've been to the World Cup and African Nations Cup, is actually tuned in on the show right now. Thank you so much, Yao. I hope you're doing well, my bro. And um, the question is, and, and Yao, you can jump on this as well. Who's going to win the Champions League this year? We know it's uh, it's resuming uh, this week so I was trying to pick out a couple of people to tell me who uh, Asa says Tottenham nope they're not in it uh, <laughs> Almas says Juve or Manchester City what's up Danny uh, Carson from the UK says definitely Juve or City yeah give me one name don't give me Juve or City I need one name uh, how you doing Fatima and Morad is saying Europeans too cold for Emiratis to play you know what I'd like I've, I've played with quite a few Emirati footballers out here and I'll tell you there's some talented ones that are, you know I don't want to say are wasting because they're not wasting you can always grow anywhere you are but I'd love to see them tested in a different environment out of their comfort zone Rawan says City are going to win the Champions League that looks interesting coming from a Manchester United fan uh, very very interesting Pep will never win a Champions League without Messi Oof, that's one of the comments coming in best offense is defense is another comment coming in and who do we have the English teams are dying to win a trophy following Liverpool City and Arsenal's trophies this year wow okay okay we got some very very good stuff uh, Isa says PSG okay Isa so you think PSG will be Atlanta that might be the first shock of the Champions League resumption I think uh, Atlanta have the best attack or one of the best attacking forces in Europe and have been outstanding in Syria I did say in the beginning of this year that the Italians might surprise us they have reached the stage now especially with Mbappe that might be the case it's not too cold for Mane or Salah says Rawan that's true um, so yeah so why don't we have more Emirati footballers there, there we go we've got that out there guys Monday Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 UAE time Pulse95radio.com 95FM or even you can catch me on the Instagram live as well telling you exactly what's happening what's the latest and I'd also like to give a shout out to Kareen as well and Terry uh, and Mustafa from the RBO crew who are tuned in on the Instagram live thank you so much guys this is me full time on the halftime show and it was another one. it was another one DJ Khaled and I appreciate you and I will be looking forward to catching you guys back again on Saturday 3 to 4 guys have an incredible day peace and love I'll see you soon peace 
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 